The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, folks, and here we go on this uh, Friday. What a week it has been, my goodness. It is Friday. It is March 6th. This is Juan. It's John DePietro. We have a big program in store for you. My goodness, the coronavirus, it just uh, continues to uh, spread and continue to dominate the headlines. And we're going to tell you uh, the latest. We do have some new details about it as well. Um, Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, as we kick things off, on this Friday is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now listen, they are open. They are doing phenomenal business. Find them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry Gourmet and especially what is a huge hit happens to be the Trump pastry that's available. That's right. Cookies, Trump pastry, cook uh, Trump cookies, pastry, um, Zeppelas, chocolate covered donuts, cannolis, they're open. Brownies, Trump brownies, uh, Trump Pies, Trump cupcakes, everything Trump is at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, they also have Valentine's, excuse me, Valentine's Day they had. They also have St. Patrick's Day is what I meant to say. But they have Zeppelis and uh, cannolis. Everything is fresh. Ron is so talented. Look for them on Facebook. And again, they have a great Facebook page that I'm going to show you. So you can find them. They are open today. They have all their hours listed where then you can uh, stop in. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. There is the Facebook page, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, and they're located. I'll, uh, you go there, and you can get all the directions, and uh, everything is there. You can see some of the pictures of um, some of the, the pastry that they have that is available that, uh, that you can get. And I'm holding it up to everybody on Facebook Live. How about that for all the Trump supporters out there? Oh, wait a minute. The Facebook uh, is... Uh, El Rongo. All right, let me switch that, actually. But stop in, folks. They're open today. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, and they're located right in Providence. The easiest thing to do, I say, is find their Facebook page. And then that way, uh, there's all the directions. There is the phone number, Ron and Melissa. Uh, they are just uh, terrific, as a matter of fact. Let me, uh, there we go. Um, and, hold on, let me get uh, in action. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. There we go. Uh, good morning, everybody. There's our friend Chuck in China. There he is. And there's Rob. And there's hello there, Laura and Wolf and uh, and everybody else. Um, I love, why not, You know what? I'll, I'll switch it coming up. Hi there, Nicole and everyone else that is it now. Maybe I'll switch it now. Should I switch it now? Maybe I'll switch it now. Um, I'm going to switch it. Governor, I'm going to tell you the latest. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And again, folks, stop in and see them. They are open right now for business. Uh, Donna writes, one on Saturday. Great fresh pastry with a smile. That's exactly right, Donna. Stop it and see them. Uh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, folks, Governor Armando spoke uh, yesterday. Um, hold on. Let me just, Juan, focus here. Focus. You know what? I have the 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're right off of Silver Spring Street. All the Trump pastry. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. All right. I want to... Um, Start out. Governor Armando spoke yesterday and we carried it. And I want to just highlight phone lines are open 401 766 1380. As a matter of fact, we're going to do a little bit of an open line, open line on this Friday so then I can um, um, uh, adjust everything. But we have uh, my sister Donna Perry is going to be coming in at um, coming in next hour. We normally have early in the week. There's a lot of developments now with Elizabeth Warren out. And uh, the president had a great town hall meeting last night. But I'm going to give you the latest. I have some new information about the virus, and we'll tell you about it. 766-1380. But let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're up uh, first on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Very welcome. People probably say I'm carrying it too far, but i got to say what i got to say. We, we know one hospital already has somebody with the virus. According to the news this morning, one person can infect up to 200 to 300 people. California took an abandoned building and put all their pe- anybody with the virus in that building. Um, 
somebody, another place took an old motel. My suggestion is Pawtucket Memorial Hospital, instead of having one in this hospital, two in that hospital, three in that hospital, and they have to go through all the baloney, I would suggest Pawtucket Memorial Hospital open that up. The, the emergency room is already open. And that way, the ambulance drivers could put on these two-piece suits and headgear and masks and transport them there. The furthest anybody would come is from the southern part of the state, and I believe they have cars if they want. I don't know if they'd be allowed to visit. You put them all in one building. Then the old building, I'm in my 80s, but I remember the little building off to the side used to be where the nurses would stay when they were being trained to be nurses. And then eventually they did some other things in there. That could be called a decontaminated area. Protect the ambulance drivers and anybody else. The maintenance workers have to go in there to clean. The, the nurses, when they change shifts, could all go into that building, decontaminate themselves, throw all their disposable things in one container, Contain it all in one hospital. Protect the workers. That's my suggestion. Pawtucket Memorial, they could open up some of those floors upstairs. You know, that is a very interesting idea. Now, the only thing is, um, you know, that that's not a bad idea. You do have the empty hospital there and a problem that is developing right now. Now, you mentioned, you said you heard earlier on the news that you have someone in the hospital. What what information have you heard? Because I have some information about the hospitals involved, and it is a problem. Um, so I'm just curious what information you're saying you heard on the news. Well, I heard, like I said, California took an old abandoned building. Oh, place. okay. I thought you were talking about a Rhode Island, a certain hospital. No. And okay. The, uh, All right. I have information is- on that. Now, the only thing you have to understand now, Pawtucket Memorial, that... You know, that, that that's not a bad idea, and um, I, I do have a call into the Rhode Island Department of Health, and I'm just wondering if um, if we're gonna, if I get a chance to talk with the director, Dr. Scott, I, I would like to suggest that that's not, you know, that's not a bad idea to uh, use that space, and it's obviously set up for a hospital, and it's vacant right now, and then maybe even that's the place people go, because, because it's... Um, you know, you, that, that's a very good point. And right now, you, you do have people that are quarantined right now at Rhode Island Hospital. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yep. And you don't know what the hospital the first one is in. Well, now, the first one is in Miriam Hospital. But I'll tell you the problem that has oh. developed here. The first one is in Miriam Hospital. A lot of people don't know this, and I'm going to tell this to you. You're the first one to hear this. Okay? This has not been reported. I have this solid. Okay? So, last week... Now, I don't know how often you listen to me, but I went on the air and said that there's a man in the hospital that has it from the St. Rage trip. But here's what a lot of people don't know. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. He went to Rhode Island Hospital, and they turned him away. Oh. But the problem, they told him to go home. He left there. He's so sick. Can you imagine? I mean, you're dying. And Rhode Island Hospital turned him away. They told him, oh, just go home. Instead, he went to Miriam Hospital. They admitted him. Good thing they did. Because he's in stable condition right now. If he had just gone home, he probably would have died, this poor man that was uh, from St. Ray's. But here's the problem. He infected all those people yes. at Rhode Island Hospital. Yes. That's my point. Yes, and that is a very, very good point. And the, the, the uh, mortality rate is, is, is jumping. Have you heard? I mean, they were initially saying, you know what they have to stop saying is they have to stop saying it's like the flu. This is not like the flu. Because they don't know exactly how it spreads. It's highly contagious. We don't have a vaccine for this. So this is not like we just get a flu shot. This is different than the flu. And right now, I don't know exactly in this, maybe the medical person listing, but there's a rate that they use. It's now up to four. So it was around, like, I think it was like one in ten that gets it and, and was then, it's, um, was, was, you know, dying from it. It's now jumped up to four. So now it's four in ten that gets it, could die. This they is could, far worse than peop, than they are uh, making out to be. And they could infect two, each one could infect, according to the news this morning, two to three hundred people. So why would you, 
expose all these different hospitals to all that stuff. You know, it's 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 early on, but uh, it's this serious. And from what I understand. You know, now the problem is people, the hospitals are being overrun with people that think they have it. And so it's it's madness. And the, and the problem is, is that there are people that possibly could have it. And they're going into the emergency room. And then you have these other people. First of all, emergency rooms are crowded anyway. Never yeah. mind, let alone when you have a situation like this. So you have people that are going in and they're coughing and sneezing. Um, and it's it's problematic. Now, I just heard this morning a child at a school in Cranston has a parent who was works at Rhode Island Hospital. And the child at the Cranston High School, she has a fever. She vomited and fainted at the Cranston High School this morning. So now she could be infected from her parent who was dealing with the man last Thursday that went into Rhode Island Hospital that they turned away who was on the St. Ray's trip. And it could affect, uh, I'll repeat it again. Well, hold on, hold on. Just listen to what I just told you. I don't think you're absorbing what I just told you. Yes, I did. Well, then this would be all of the kids at the Cranston High School where this girl is a student. Yes. Major problem. So you're, you are right. You know, I like that. If I talk to, thank you for the call. If I talk to the Department of Health, I am going to um, pass that along. That's, and I know it's early on, and I know there's still some people that are saying, uh, yo, blah, 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 and oh, you know, that is true. That's right, Nicole. Um, hi there. Um, yes, they did. They did, Rob Bennett. They did, but uh, we're going to try to, you're, you're very welcome, Mark, because it's a lot of it. I heard that. Um, I don't know about the story that he's talking about, uh, Rob Bennett, State Department. I, I, I don't know about that, Rob. Let's let's be cautious. I, I, you, here's the thing. Rob Bennett is a valued uh, caller and listener. But the story you posted, um, could we try to find that on, like, a legitimate news site? Um, he posted a story. I've never heard of this. It's news.unclesammisguidedchildren.com. Not exactly the New York Times. Uh, Director of Operational Medicine, the deep state. I, I don't, I, I, listen, I, I'm most of the time, you know, just I will entertain certain conspiracy type of things, but I, I'm going to go a little leery on this one. I've never heard of that news source. Find that somewhere else. Otherwise, it's some guy in a basement that's uh, living with his parents that's just posting this stuff. All right, 766-1380. Now, folks, I, as I said, um, I do have... He was great at that town hall forum last night. Folks, that was so important for the president to do that. And um, and I want to repeat, if you if you didn't see it, President Trump did a town hall meeting, Fox News Channel. I also like they did it at 630 and they could have done it later, but they did it earlier. And it's kind of like a soft rollout. I'll tell you why I like him in that forum and where they're ahead. I want you to understand where this is going is there may not be any more Trump rallies because of the coronavirus there may not be any more Trump rallies. And I'm not saying today or tomorrow. I'm just saying as you start to look forward, if this thing continues at the rate it is, and you do have people, you can't ignore there are people dying. There are people that have compromised immune systems. You have nursing homes. You have hospitals. Um, at some point, we, we don't know where this is going to go. But who wants to go to a baseball game if the guy behind you is, sounds like he's coughing up a lung? I mean, I don't like to be in a lot of those situations normally, let alone with this type of thing. But this is so I like the president in a town hall meeting. I noticed that I saw online MIT is only limiting no event more than 150 people. The new normal will become that when you're going into an event, they're going to have checkers there. They're going to take your temperature. There are people that are going to check you to see exactly how you feel, if you're sick, if you're running a fever. The fever is definitely a telltale sign. That man in New Hampshire that spread it, he was was told to go home and rest. Instead, he went to a party and infected more people. There are people that are just, they don't show common sense. How many people know of someone at Christmas time that they go to a Christmas party and they have a cold or a cough? And they, now granted, it's just a cold and a cough, but still they, they infect people. And you go somewhere and they're coughing. And I remember years ago, I was uh, going to go on the radio. I was actually filling in on a station. Um, and this guy came in that I knew. Hey, great to see you. Shook his hand. And then he started coughing. And I was like, how are you? He's like, oh, terrible. I've been sick. Terrible cough. Right after he had just shaken my hand. Terrible. But th- and that's just people just don't know any better. They have to teach people don't touch your face. 
Um, it's going to get worse. I like President Trump in that town hall forum setting because he's very presidential. He's very effective and he needs to be sharp for those fall debates because it's going to be a rough reelection bid. Anyone that thinks the president's going to sweep right in. Guess again, he's going to have the media coming after him. Bloomberg now is supposedly going to channel a lot of his funds from his failed run into battleground states to try to help Biden. Uh, this election battle is going to be harder and tougher than the Hillary election battle. And I, I don't think they're going to be able to do the, the rallies. And, and, and when I say that, I know some of you are saying, I don't care, I'd go. Well, you, you have to wonder about that. And, and, and they're not going to have one around here. I don't understand these people still saying, when does he have it around? Because he can't win Rhode Island. And I'm not even getting into that thing. I snapped at somebody on Twitter last night, but they're not paying attention to the vote total. But let me get to the situation regarding the coronavirus. Uh, I'm going to write about this later. and It'll be on DePetro.com. Visit my website, DePetro.com. We're getting a lot more information. Um, sane ignorance. President on the ground in Tennessee. That's right. What school in Cranston? It's one of the high schools, Nicole. I'm trying to find out. Hi there, Sue Stenthouse. There's Phyllis. Folks, you can call in 766-1380. You know, that's not the, the worst idea about opening opening um, Pawtucket Memorial Hospital in, in maybe some kind of triage center that if you have coronavirus, uh, quarantine people there. If you have it, the symptoms, that's the place you go and then keep it out of the other hospitals. If I can get, if I do speak to the Department of Health, I'm trying to do that. I think that's a good suggestion. I like the caller that called in on that. Now, I want to remind you later, I'm going to post on my Facebook page, John DePietro show. Uh, DePetro.com, excuse me, DePetro.com. I'm going to post. There it is. I'm holding up on everybody on uh, Facebook Live. You can listen live there, but I'm going to have a new report. This is serious of what has happened with um, this man from St. Ray's. And I want to be supportive, if I can, of the Department of Health. I have a lot of questions for them. But the way that I have this lined up, and for Governor Amundo to be stating you know, we're prepared. We've been preparing for this. Everything is handled. That is not the information uh, by any stretch that I have. The information that I have is, I'll tell you, the ball was dropped by... Now, I, I'm, I'm almost willing to give St. Ray's the benefit of the doubt. St. Rayfield's Academy in Pawtucket, which right now in Rhode Island is ground zero for coronavirus. They were in over their head. They panicked. They were not getting information and guidance from the Ramondo administration and the Department of Health. According to an email that went out last Saturday, think how ridiculous this is. Last Saturday, and I mentioned this the other day, and I'm going to write about it, and I think I did post it on my website, they were knocking the media accounts and attacking me. Do you know, someone from St. Ray's actually contacted someone I know and said, tell him to stop saying that someone came back from that trip infected. And that was last Friday. And the guy was in the hospital. I mean, they were in total denial trying to say, like, you know, the, everything is fine. Like that scene in Animal House. And telling them, tell him to stop saying there's nobody infected from the trip and blah, blah, blah. And they were saying that while the man from St. Raphael's was in the hospital. And he is still in stable condition. But I want to go back to, I'm almost willing to give them benefit of the doubt. They contacted Rhode Island Department of Health. They said there was no reason to test they were still stuck on the China thing. They were saying, well, we were in Italy, and it was breaking out in Italy. And the Rhode Island Department of Health, according to St. Raphael's Academy, said, uh, don't worry about it. You don't need to test anyone. You don't have to quarantine anyone. Now, the man from St. Raphael's, who, the assistant principal, who went on that trip, who was in the hospital, from what we understand, he went to Rhode Island Hospital, and they turned him away and said, no, go home. That's not on. So I question, I don't think the hospitals were prepared. He left there. He's very sick. You could even say, you know, I, I don't want to be too dramatic, but dying. He goes to Miriam Hospital. They admit him. The problem is the people at Rhode Island Hospital, they get infected. Now, uh, I know of different parents at St. Raphael's Academy. And they were contacting the school saying, my child has asthma. Could you tell me if or, or other physical complications, right? A, a compromised immune system. I know of one parent that said their child, I won't get in specific disease, but has a certain condition that obviously very healthy child and everything else. But um, so called St. Raphael's Academy and said, can you at least tell me was is, is my child 
are they in class with any of the kids that went on the trip to Italy? And St. Rayfield's Academy, who panicked, who dropped the ball, said, we can't release that information. Now, that is just ridiculous. That is ludicrous. What are you talking about? What are you protecting? We can't give out that information. The parent was saying, listen, my child has severe asthma. If she gets this, this could be like a death knell. You don't have to tell me the child, who the child children are. Just can you tell me, here's my child's name. Are they in any classes with any of these kids that were on the trip? St. Rayfield's Academy. We can't give out that information. That is moronic. Now, I have it on good authority. The CDC in Atlanta went ballistic when they heard this. <coughs> they couldn't believe it. That's why the CDC in Atlanta is the one that said, close down that school. This is crazy. What do you mean you can't say that? It should have been a cross check. Here are the kids. Somebody could have done this. All right, here are the classes they're in. All of those kids on the trip, boom, they have to be quarantined till we figure out and then test them. Anyone that was in a class with them, potentially, could then also be infected. If there was a child from the trip that sat down in the cafeteria and they were infected, then they got up and left, and then another child. So you have to, at least, I understand closing down the school. But it's worse if maybe it was a child sitting next to someone who was on the trip. But I'm almost willing to give St. Ray's benefit of the doubt. They seem to be, they were not prepared for this. The Raimondo people have to stop saying, we were prepared for this. We've been prepared for this. Nothing could be further from the truth. I know for a fact that the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, they jumped in and they completely pushed Team Raimondo and the Rhode Island Department of Health to the side. Now, again, that is nothing against the Rhode Island Department of Health people. I know many of the people there. They are professionals. They work very hard. I know for them it was very difficult because they were trying to communicate with Governor Raimondo, who was focused and out of state working on the Bloomberg campaign. You know, Governor Raimondo, she's never really, I was telling someone this last night, she's never embraced the role of being the executive. She really, you know, when you think about it, she really just like likes campaigning. Now, I am going to address, there is a story, and it is true. The Raimondo people are stockpiling medical supplies in a hidden location. I've been told where it is. I'm not going to disclose that. But now, see, this is a problem. We're already hearing that in certain areas, hospitals, things are running low. So Raimondo, from what we're told, they're already stockpiling supply items for her and her friends, for members of the General Assembly, so that if a rep gets sick or if Nellie Gorbia, God forbid, gets sick or someone with the Raimondo team, oh, they're going to have plenty supplies and medical supplies for them. But, like, you know, good luck to the general public. So we have a major problem. And also, there's obviously a problem. I just want you to just stop for a moment. And again, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro. Let me just say this about Rhode Island Hospital. There's very competent people there. I know those people very, very well. Uh, for, for 10 years, I raised more than $1 million for Hasbro Children's Hospital. I have, I have great respect for the people at Hasbro. We are fortunate to have them. Um, if people in this particular situation, I want you to think about this. That man from St. Rayfield's Academy went to Rhode Island Hospital and was turned away. Now, that tells me that despite what Governor Raimondo was saying, what, despite what the Rhode Island Department of Health is saying, The hospitals were clearly not prepared, clearly not prepared for protocol of what do you do? I get that it is fast moving. And if you notice, it's doubling in certain states, the amount of people infected. If there's someone listening right now that wants to continue to blow it off, do it at your own peril. All right. That's fine. And I'm not saying it's doomsday. And we're not talking. But as I said earlier, you, you know, this thing. If this hurts a loved one, if you know someone that gets it and they're severely compromised, and especially people with compromised immune systems, the elderly, pregnant women, very small children, you know, don't be so so uh, selfish for some of the people. But there are people. There are people that they have uh, bad hygiene. They don't get flu shots. I used to work with someone, and she used to say, oh, no, I don't, I don't get flu shots. I heard that if you get one, you could end up in a wheelchair. Like, total false, ridiculous information. I get there are some people that live that way. There's some people, you know, I go to a lot of, you go to an event, and you see there's two guys at a urinal. One guy washes his hands, and the other guy just continues walking back out to the event. 
Uh, that's just the way life is, right? People in a restaurant, there are people eating. People in a restaurant come up to shake hands as they're eating. Who does that? Thank God the handshake. I was telling one of my sisters last night, I stopped shaking hands in 2007. Enough with the handshakes. And people are just like, come out of it. Oh, I, I don't want to get into that. Thank, I'm glad that, 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 that is custom. The handshake used to be. Do you know where the handshake came from? The handshake used to be in the, in, way, way back. In the West, you used to shake a hand to show the other person that you didn't have a weapon on you. So that's why you put your hand out to show them, I'm not carrying a weapon. You put your hand out. It's an empty hand, right? I don't have a gun. That's what it is. Somehow it evolved into, hey, nice to meet you. Let's pass our germs. Now, we've already heard. How about the situation in uh, one of the countries? I think it's in Italy. Think of this. There's someone at a cafe. The person gets up. The person has the virus. They're coughing. They have a fever. They're thinking, I have to get to a hospital. They are they have the coronavirus. They get up. <clears throat> they're getting their things together. They leave their cell phone on the table. As they're leaving the restaurant, the waitress says, oh, ma'am, you forgot your cell phone. Hands it to her. She now picks it up. The waitress has the virus, coronavirus, from the phone on her hand. What does she do? Then she's touching people. She's serving food, glasses, silverware, right, setting the plates, the, the, then that entire boom restaurant, boom, 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 just explodes. Now the waitress has it. The woman comes in. She has it. She's on her phone. Sees someone, and then shakes the hand. Whatever it may be, it is like it. It is so preposterous the way people have to get a grip on this thing. It has to be contained. Anyone that possibly could have it, that's what it is. It's containment. Uh, but it's it's bottom line. Nothing can be done now. Not trying to put the toothpaste bath back in the tube, genie back in the bottle, whatever, you know, expression you want to use. But this business that I, I can't stand when I'm here in the press conference yesterday and they're congratulating themselves on what a great job they did. What I've heard is the first real test was this St. Ray's trip. As soon as they found out that there were some schools that were in Italy and that they were coming back. I, I, I am sorry. That bus should have been stopped at the airport and everybody had needed to be quarantined. And we wouldn't be dealing with this. Uh, because remember, this thing can, it can take uh, seven to ten days for to the symptoms to, to fully show themselves. For some reason, it doesn't seem to be as severe in children. That's a positive thing. But that doesn't mean the children can't be carriers. So now you have it in the hospitals. I'm not saying the hospitals, they are working hard and they're trying to contain it, but they're playing catch up. But the CDC, from what I've been told, CDC in Atlanta, they were the ones that jumped in on this thing. They took control of the St. Ray's thing. The St. Ray's people, I'll say this about the people at St. Ray Fields. Again, I I feel for them. They're going to be closed again next week. Um, It is unprecedented what they're dealing with. It is. I'll give them that. But what is unfortunate is they were faced with a tough situation and they, they blinked. They didn't know what to do. And, and they did the worst thing possible when you don't know what to do, which is they did nothing. And they tried to pretend it wasn't a problem. And they covered for that man. And they were saying, oh, no, no, he has the flu. He's fine. He wasn't fine. He was in the hospital. He's in stable condition. It's touch and go. He's still there. You have an, another student got it. Another teacher at the school got it. St. Rayfield's Academy, unfortunately, their first instinct was to cover up and maybe maybe directed by the Raimondo administration. But this is no time for giving false information. It just isn't. You know, I never go for that. These people that they mislead you. Well, we don't want to panic the public, blah, blah, blah. And then nothing is done. Terrible. All right. 766-1380. You know, a lot more. Uh, we're going to try to get more information on this. But. That it's very, very significant with what happened with St. Rayfield's Academy, the Rhode Island Department of Health, the timeline now. Uh, that, that email went out, think of this, that email went out last Saturday where they were knocking me, they were knocking the media, they were telling the St. Ray's community, don't believe anything, everything's fine. And then on Sunday, boom, a member of our community is in the hospital, has it, and we're quarantining everybody and the school's going to be closed for a week. Less than 24 hours difference. Last Thursday and Friday, a week ago, 
today, St. Ray's was still in denial. A week ago today, the Rhode Island Department of Health was still in denial. A week ago today, the Raimondo people was still focused on the Bloomberg campaign. Oh, my goodness. Talk about priorities. All right, 766-1380. Uh, Donna Perry's going to come in at noon. We're going to do our political segment. And then Terry Gorman joins me at 1. And then there's a very interesting uh, union situation happening down in Westley. I'm going to talk about that. But we'll take your phone call, 766-1380. You can email me, john at depetro.com. Hey, I want to remind you, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call. You guessed it, West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's your vehicle. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. So if someone, if you're ever in an accident, keep their number handy, keep it in the glove box, and then when the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272 272- 3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in, in Providence, the original, the best. They will restore your vehicle. Most importantly, there's a lot of paperwork to fill out if you are ever in an accident, and they will handle everything for you. Call West Fountain Auto Body today. Call them 401 272 3340. It's John DePietro, a lot more ahead on this Friday on the John DePietro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is a perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Did you hear about uh, the latest with Speaker Mattiello? No? Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to tell you about that coming up. But first, I want to remind you folks about our friends with J.K.L. Engineering. Hey, the heating season obviously continues. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Now, this will heat in the winter and cool in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is a carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for 50 years... J.K.L.'s reputation is second to none. Actually, 53 years for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. Sister replacement oil to gas for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering at 401 401- 351-7600. They do it right the first time. J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years contact karen etchels at innovast digital marketing she will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results she's local and responsive give karen a call for a free consultation at 401 Three two one two seven nine nine. That's four zero one three two one two seven nine nine. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. 
Well, folks, Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. I'm holding up a picture on Facebook Live. You're going to see the before and after. You tell me which one your house looks like. Look at that. What a difference Jared could make. On one side, what do you see? Algae and mildew. What do you see on the other side? Completely clean. Look at that. That could be your home. How about your walkway? Which one is your side, the before or the after? Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. That's right, based right in Lincoln. How about that fence? Which fence is yours? The one with the algae and the mildew or the after? Bethel Certified Soft Wash. I'll tell you, Jared is just amazing. Folks, spring, well, the weather, it's getting better and better, without question. And this is the time, what you want to do is you can contact him. Look for them on Facebook. It's B-E, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You can text Jared at 401-617-2585, 617-2585. Now, Sometimes you're driving. That's a tough number to remember. Instead, they do have a Facebook page, Bethel Softwash. There it is. Has all the information. But you can get a same-day free estimate. Get rid of that algae and mildew. Bethel Certified Softwash. That's the way to go. Text him, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585 for Bethel Certified Softwash and Power Wash. You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, we're back on this Friday. Good afternoon. uh, Good morning, one and all. It's Juan. This portion of the program brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying? Everybody, just call Ryan, 401 710-7096, 401-710-7096, 710-7096, For example, one Saturday morning, went to use the clothes dryer. There was a problem. It wasn't working. What did I do? Did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Let's not get crazy. No, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401-710-7096. Ryan was able to immediately, came over, said, Juan, I'll fix it. Whether it's your uh, clothes washer or your dryer or your stove or oven or microwave or refrigerator, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Plus, Senior Citizens Discount is available, and all work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor, uh, and Saturday appointments available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Like we like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro, 766 The latest now with the coronavirus. So you have the situation in Rhode Island. And unfortunately, right now, it is starting to spread more. Um, A problem is that they were not prepared when this was happening. St. Ray's, St. Rayfield's Academy, that trip, and the Rhode Island Department of Health and The Rhode Island Education Department, the inability to get a hold of those people that were on the trip when they came back and immediately remove them and quarantine them is proving to be a problem. Because now you have, uh, you know, as much as people are saying that, oh, well, one person was in Massachusetts, but they were on the St. Ray's trip. They teach in at St. Ray's. So now you have a problem. There are people right now, as we speak, quarantined at Rhode Island Hospital. You have in Rhode Island the index patient or the assistant principal at St. Ray's known as patient zero, at least for Rhode Island. The first person in Rhode Island to test positive come down with it. All the people that they interacted with. You have the other people that are testing positive for it as well. And think of this. St. Ray's is now, they are going to be closed again next week. But the information that we have for the Raimondo people to say that we were on top of this and we were prepared. I want to go back to, and I'm basing this off what St. Rayfield's Academy has said, and that is that they contacted the Rhode Island Department of Health, and according to St. Ray's, St. Rayfield's Academy, they claim in an email to students and parents that the Rhode Island Department of Health told them they did not have to quarantine anyone and they were not testing anybody. They didn't need to test anyone. We have found that is proven, obviously, was, a, was poor advice, 
the man from St. Raphael's who has tested positive for the coronavirus, who is right now in the hospital, he first went to another hospital. Think of this. How can they say they were prepared when the first the hospital turned them away? And then those people are infected. Plus, then you have people in the hospital that were being treated that are affected. Now, we're learning that there's a student at a high school in Cranston right now who is showing symptoms of that, who uh, one of their parents is one of the people at Rhode Island Hospital. So this is, now keep in mind, I think it is a wise decision that Hasbro canceled their big Hasbro ball tomorrow night. But it has not been reported just how involved the CDC in Atlanta was with this situation. And I'm going to, like I've been saying, I, I, I feel I'm hesitant to criticize St. Ray's because it sure sounds, and I don't know all, but it sounds like they reached out for help. And the Rhode Island Department of Health needed to immediately um, evaluate the situation, take control of the situation, and needed to say, listen, anyone they came in contact with, we immediately need to... Qu- the, when when the, the people from St. Raphael's Academy came back from the trip, think of that. The assistant principal, the man who's patient, the index patient, patient zero in Rhode Island. Now, he stayed home because he was so sick. But the kids from the trip went into school. And St. Ray's would not tell parents what classes those kids were in, what other students they may have been around. Um, That was a, again, I understand St. Ray's was trying to not panic people, but it doesn't sound like they were given proper guidance. I know that you have the Brown University professor that contacted Rhode Island Department of Health. They wouldn't test him. Because they said, well, where were you? We said, I was at an international conference in Portugal. They said, oh, no, no, it's only about China. Well, it wasn't about China. By then, it had spread to Europe. St. Ray's, while they were on the trip in Italy, the coronavirus was breaking out in Italy. And it was doubling so much that their tour guide on the trip got sick and tested positive for the coronavirus. And all of those people, the people from St. Raphael's Academy... When they return from the trip, I, I, you know, it's too bad, but they, they immediately all needed to be quarantined for two weeks, not go back into the community. Because now you have the other students that are testing positive. St. Rayfield's Academy is, and that other school, by the way, there's a school that did not want to play them in cheer. Or cheer, I guess they compete against them in cheerleading competition. They wouldn't compete against them. And that proved to be a good decision. But now you have, I just, the information that I have is that the hospitals were not prepared for this. I mean, that man from St. Raphael's Academy, he went to a hospital and was turned away. They told him to go home. Good thing he went and got himself and checked into another hospital. Who knows what would have happened? He could have, he could have perished. You have people with compromised immune systems. It hits people differently. And right now they're finding that some children, it may not be affecting the children severely, but the children apparently can be carriers. You have Moses Brown. You have doctors that are right now quarantined. So they're not treating patients because they could be infected by it. It's far more of a uh, serious situation, I think, than we've been uh, led to believe. Um, And again, I, I recognize, according, I'm going all off of the email that St. Raphael's Academy sent to their students and sent to their community last week was one of that they were basically telling people to ignore social media. And even that, those East Bay newspapers, St. Raphael's Academy made them, pull the, made them pull the story down. Why were they doing that? And there still has been no explanation on that. Why were you telling people to, to uh, take down a story that was accurate? And this was uh, last Saturday. Last Saturday come to our attention information being shared through various media outlets st rayfield's academy members health and this was from the principal priority act with a bunch of caution caution concern and caution a staff member returned from europe not feeling well he disclosed health concerns to me and i contacted the rhode island department of health i shared all information they did not feel it was necessary to take any further action to include any testing or quarantine of any members on the trip. I followed their protocol and guidance concerning the situation and have acted accordingly. So that was on Saturday. On Sunday, 
Saturn to confirm a member has presumptive positive tests resulted to the coronavirus less than 24 hours later. They were in denial. Now, what I was told was the reason was, was the Rhode Island Department of Health. They were telling St. Rayfield's Academy to deny it. The CDC, thank God, in Atlanta, Center for Disease Control, they stepped in and said, no, 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 no. You need to tell people what's going on. You need to quarantine those students, and you need to close school. And I mean immediately. Kind of like in Jaws when they had to close down the beaches, right, after the shark attack. So, folks, 766-1380, 766-1380. You can email me, john at dipetro.com, john at dipetro.com. So we are going to talk the, all the changes with what's going on with, um, with the election. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Elizabeth Warren dropping out. This business about Elizabeth Warren, it's all gender related. Is No one said that when Amy Klobuchar dropped out. Why didn't anyone say that when Amy Klobuchar dropped out? Had nothing to do with gender. She just wasn't a good candidate. Elizabeth Warren wasn't authentic from the beginning, from thanking her husband for being in the house to let me get you a beer and all this other foolishness. And, the, you know, she checked the box. She was able to succeed in her career because she checked the box that she was a Native American. That's, that's Elizabeth Warren. It began and ended there. Or then when she told that mother, yeah, my kids go to public school. They don't. Total fraud. That's why it failed. Um, I, I, it didn't have anything to do with, um, with the, I don't think it had anything to do with gender. I, I don't feel that way. I think it had to do with the individual. That's what it was about. That people, it is true, they didn't warm up to her. They did not warm up to her. That part is true. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about our friends at Henry Oil since 1947. That's right, Henry Oil, 401 Five two one zero two hundred online henryoil.com. Henry Oil offers lock and cap pricing, uh, budget plans, automatic delivery, oil burner service and installation, 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. You can depend on Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Residential and commercial, it's Henry Oil. 401 521 200 401 Five to one zero two hundred for Henry Oil. So we have uh, my sister Donna Perry. We're going to talk about right now the race for president with the White House next hour. Then coming up at one, Terry Gorman will have an illegal alien update. And then there's a court case out of Westerly regarding the unions. We're going to talk about coming up at one thirty. But a lot more on the coronavirus, folks. Unfortunately, in Rhode Island, it's getting worse, not better. There are people showing symptoms. There is um, the hospitals now are being inundated with people that think they are showing symptoms of it. And we're learning more about, as I was sharing with you, the timeline of exactly how this whole thing went down. Um, A lot more coming up. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer with the area's largest selection and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. So shop Paul Massey, where every vehicle is clearly marked with our lowest one price. Well, folks, remember, if you are in need of a plumber, maybe you have a plumbing emergency, call Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland today. Call Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland, 401-714-8478. Victor Quartz, Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland, 401-714-8478. Family-run business over 20 years. Call them today. Maybe you're having a problem with your... Uh, whatever it may be. Maybe it's a drain or and maintenance. Maybe hot water tank. Something just happened with your pipes. And you say, you know what? I need a good plumber. I have one for you. And it's Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland. Call them today. Family-run business over 20 years. It's Victor Quartz and Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland. 714-8478 for Quartz Plumbing of Cumberland. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Friday. So next week, this is going to be interesting. I got it confirmed last night. The woman in the center of the Rhode Island Convention Center... 
Her name is Amanda. I'll withhold her last name, but she uh, also left there. She was at the center of the storm, so to speak. This whole situation with Mattiello's friend, Jim Demers. She has been subpoenaed to testify in front of the grand jury. Now, this guy, Demers, I don't know him. I just know what I've read. Former member of the state police, according to her, um, her made her life impossible there. She felt he was stalking her, harassing her. There Now, Demers went in front of the grand jury. We don't know what he said. If he didn't take the Fifth Amendment, that could be problematic. Because from what I understand is there are email messages from him to her. There are text messages from him to her. Uh, from what I understand, she's very credible. She will appear in front of the grand jury and explain exactly what the situation was. So how serious is this? Today is Friday. Uh, on Wednesday night, after the PC game, uh, they have a Matty Yellow crime family. They have two main hangouts. One is PJ's Pub on Pontiac Avenue. Another one, there's a cigar down, cigar bar called the Gentleman's Lounge. Um, it's, it's not a strip club or anything. It's a cigar place. I know the owner. Right there in Cranston. Mattiello was there, the speaker. Leo Skenya, the chief of staff, was there. And they were in deep discussion. And they know they're in trouble. A big question is, has Leo Skenyon, did he perjure himself with the grand jury? Are they building a bigger case? I think they're building a bigger case here. Um, I think people are missing the bigger picture. And in some ways, Ramundo, Governor Ramundo did kind of let the cat out of the bag when she said, you can't abuse your position the way Mattiello has. And the story that is laid out. And I spoke with one of the people involved where they're using messengers, Skenyon's being used, and he's saying, back off and blah, blah, blah. First of all, Leo Skenyon, I mean, his behavior from what we've seen in this and in the past is reprehensible. And he's also neck deep in that whole other money laundering story. He was right there along for the ride. But they're rattled and they're nervous. Now, there's a story in this morning's Providence Journal. That whole business, Statehouse Mold Removal, could cost $13,000. That whole thing was a fraud. There was no black mold. Remember, they ripped apart the office and the state police went to see what they were throwing away from that JCLL, JCLL, JCLS office. That whole thing was a fraud to the tune of 13000 I recognize it's not 130000 but still that's thirteen grand, completely unnecessary. Oh, steam pipe, black mold, all a lie. They were planning to get, they actually did get rid of evidence. And now as a result of that stuff, uh, ripping up the office now, they can claim plausible deniability that it was moved somewhere else and they don't know where it was. But uh, Team Mattiello, they, they are, from what I understand, fully expecting that indictments are going to come down. He initially was defiant. I'm going to fight this. But what you could be looking at now, I want to see if Leo Skenyon perjured himself in front of the grand jury. And if they, or if they call him back. There's discrepancies on whether or not they took the fifth or they did testify. Uh, we don't know. All right, next hour. Everything, obviously, fast-moving race with what's going on, the race of the White House. Donna Perry, Massachusetts Communication Consultant, will be in studio. It's John DePietro. We're going to break. Quick update to 12 o'clock news. Back with a lot more. WNRI, Winsocket. W236CW, W260DC. WNRI.